Hey everybody, we are back two weeks in a row. This is the Prayer and Push-Ups Podcast. My name is Ben Talugan and I am here again with my illustrious co-host, Neil, the giant ginger Maxwell. Neil yep. is like just soaking it up. Anyway. Yep. <laughs> I mean, every, every week it's a, uh, it's like getting a uh, wrestler's intro. Right? You know, we need I feel to get like- you an intro song. And yeah, and you get interesting, or something like that. And you can come walking down the ramp with your belt over your shoulder. Why yeah, one? Two belts over your shoulder. All right. <laughs> oh man, Neil's bogarting the belts. Um. <laughs> Indeed, it's good for core stability oh. when you get heavy weights <laughs> and a heavy load. Anyways. So we are very happy to be back uh, this week. We are we have a very good topic to get into, but before we do that, we want to warm up a little bit and get you know check in a bit. So Neil, how has the last week been for you, my friend? Uh, let's see. Spiritually, great, <clears throat> really good. Exercise wise, uh, not a great week of training. Um, but it's the end of it, it was kind of like the end of the summer essentially uh, lots of meetings lots of busyness lots of craziness uh but uh and then i took we took fa- uh, family camping this past weekend so there was lots of activities and running around stuff like that i didn't necessarily have like access to weight sets so it's just like some body weight exercise i always love been loving the weird dad who does uh pull-ups on uh, monkey bars while their kids are swinging on the swings you gotta do it <laughs> Gotta do it. I just get some extra extra reps in. Uh, um, so it's stuff like that. Uh, it's it's stuff like that. Running around being uh, crazy with the kids. Uh, took them to a, like uh, on the weekend. Took them to a, a, a part of the Minnesota River, and uh, it's real low right now. So there's tons of beach inside the sand and area and stuff like that. So we're just like collecting seashells and building castles and all that stuff like that. Just you know, making sure they stay a foot a foot a, you know not go too far out in the water essentially because they don't you know they don't know how to fully swim yet but and it's a river <laughs> yeah it's it's good to not get too deep into the river but it was fantastic and uh, uh got to go to confession and and get you know get all clean get all clean that way got to go to mass and um with family and uh, we were guests at a new church and it was like, so it's always like fun and interesting, you know, what's your COVID routine at this particular church? Mm, yeah. Um, and, and of course, uh, so the only seat that was open was front row and my kids are super rambunctious, all hyped up from like camping and just like, you know, you nuts or whatever. And so like, it was just like the best and the worst of like, do not say everything. Everyone can see us like everyone can see it and it's just, but that's all right and the way they dismissed for communion uh, to go to communion was back row first so like father after the end of mass father stood at the back of church uh, by the like the narthex and okay. the last row exited and so since we were in the front row it was the longest time of waiting to get my kids to go so it was definitely like if i had not gone to confession I probably would have like not had the graces to to like <laughs> to to handle that or whatever. It was like so much penance, so much good penance. Uh, but no, it was it was real good. And then training wise, training wise, it was just um, 
like I'm in a caloric deficit. And so it's just, it's uh, like, you still try to train hard, but it's really hard to get it up and like it like going and just like move and stuff like that. Uh, so I've been trying to throw in a little bit of variability for my accessory work. So I actually got to do, have you ever done like hang, like a hang clean complex? I have not. So you do like a hang clean and with a front squat uh, in it or whatever. So just like, you gotta keep it, you gotta keep some, uh, uh, what is it? Some variability for it to make it fun. Yeah. Variability make, so that was my variability to make it fun is cause I haven't done a hang clean in like a year. <laughs> nice. So it's just maybe more probably like that. Cause I'm not doing athletics anymore. So <clears throat> anyways, uh, how about yourself? Sorry. I can talk about myself all day. I'm pretty uh, prideful <laughs> in that way. Uh, this last week was actually like workout wise. I did really, really well. Um, actually went all seven days last week, uh, getting workouts in hit a personal best or a current, like more recent personal best for myself on deadlift. Um, and, uh, got my, got a four mile run in and under 10 minute miles, which is the first time I've done that in quite a while. So I was pretty stoked with last week. Then this morning I got under nine on a couple of my, my miles, which was even better. But, um, yeah, so last week was really good workout wise. Uh, the, I did have to cut Friday's lifting short a little bit. I ran out of time, but uh, or sorry, Saturday's lifting short a little bit, but that, that was okay. I still got something done. So that was good. Um, and did a bunch of yard work too, which helped to add on to the, the exercise quotient for the day. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, prayer was a bit of a struggle. Um, I was just having trouble entering in and eating wise. I did not do well last week. I did not have a good plan in place. And so, um, I just kind of had to eat what was available. Uh, which was not always as healthy as it, it should have been. So I'm back on, back on the wagon today. Uh, had the plan in place and uh, ate my first meal, and it was very good and healthy, and I enjoyed it very, very much. So yeah. uh, fail the plan is uh, planning to fail. Exactly. Yep. Which leads us very nicely into our our actual topic for today. So thank you for that. Indeed. You're welcome. <laughs> Aren't I just grand? You are. So um, if you've seen the, the, what I've put up on our social media uh, would have been yesterday when this comes out, but it was this morning as of when we're recording this. Uh, today, this week's topic is building a routine, planning to succeed so that mm -hmm. we don't plan to fail. Making Indeed. sure that we do plan so that we don't plan to fail. So how do you build a routine? As I've, I've said on here before, uh, routine is the best friend of discipline. Um, mm. if, if, you're, if you don't have a good routine, it's going to be that much harder to be disciplined. Um, and your routine, it's best if it's consistent and the same day in and day out, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. Sometimes it's not possible for people due mm -hmm. to work schedules and stuff like that, that aren't consistent. Um, but what you do want to have is a plan in place, a routine, a, a routine for each day, whether that routine is going to be the same as the day before or not. Mm -hmm. Like let's say every Wednesday you have a different schedule than you do on every Monday. But if you treat every Wednesday, the same as the Wednesday before, it's still a routine. Yeah. So that's generally the idea is to, to get yourself 
a routine uh, so that you know the plan, you know what to expect when and what you should be doing when, and so there's not any question about it. You don't forget about stuff, which is my personal issue I, with, yeah. with the ADD. I just forget their stuff to get done. Um, yeah. Or uh, you get overwhelmed by all that you're looking at and you think, oh, there's no way I can get any of this done. And then you end up getting anxious about it or just generally overwhelmed about it. And then you may not get any of it done because you're too busy worrying about what to do first. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we're just going to discuss how do you build a routine? How do you build a plan, a schedule, so that you know what to do when, so that you can live intentionally? Yeah. Because that's what we're all about, living intentionally, even though we don't always do it as well as we should ourselves. Our goal is to help ourselves and everybody else know sure. how to do it better. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I guess I'll, what, I'll, what I'll say about it is I think when it's very difficult to hold into your, to like to hold in your head all the different responsibilities and things that people have to get done in a day. If you think about as, as parents, as fathers, as like any young person going to college, whatever your situation is, you're just growing up as a kid, you know, like you got, you know, your meal plan, you got your prayer time, you got your exercise and your training. And then like whatever your job or life responsibilities for school are. Um, and then you have the care of your family in whatever way it looks like, whether it be, you know, sharing space with spouse, with, if you're a kid, you know, participating in the home life of the whole family, um, whether you're a college mm -hmm. kid with roommates, like there's always someone that there's always like someone else to be accountable to as well. Um, that you need to be like serving in some way as well as like living out your, your daily life. And so there's like a thousand different things that, that go on and like, you know, we've had, you know, as adults, whatever, like home ownership and children and pets and everything else like that. It just like adds, 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 adds. Um, so creating systems uh, allows you to decrease the decision-making time or the amount of decisions you have to make. So you think like, Basically, creating routine is made to decrease your your uh, fatigue for decision making because the decision's already been made yep. in the past <clears throat> by past you. So current you doesn't have to worry; you just do. Um, so that's why setting up routine and and it starts with the day. Like, what is your daily? What's your day going to look like? Yep. Um, so, what would uh, um, what are some of your like I guess like what, what are our like fundamental things that like have to be a part of the daily routine? Well, yeah, that's, that's the first step is prioritizing what your day is supposed to look like. So uh, now for me, when I, when I had prior to the whole lockdown and I had places to be, I had an office to go to. Um, I had mass to go to in the morning. Um, those things helped me be, disciplined because I knew I had to get to those things. Uh, now it's, a, it's harder because I work from home. Mm -hmm. And so if I don't show up at home, you know, if I don't make it downstairs by X time, it's not really the end of the world. Um, not that it was the end of the world. If we had a very flexible schedule where I worked, but I like to get there at a certain time. Cause then I could say I could justify leaving there and coming home and spending time with my family. 
making sure I got home in time to put the kids to bed and whatever else. Um, eat dinner as a family, that type of thing. So now that's not a, there's not that pressure, uh, which makes it harder to be disciplined. But if you can put together a plan and then hold yourself to that plan and say, okay, I want to be, if you're working from home, I want to be in my office by 7.30 or 8 o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning. You know, where, wherever I'm working from home, I want to be sitting there and at work by this time. Okay, <clears throat> let's say 8 a.m. What, what do I want to get accomplished prior to starting my work day? Well, what are the, what are the priorities of your day? You, if you're going to be living a healthy life spiritually, you need to spend good quality time in prayer and meditation. If you want to be living a healthy life physically, you got to be worried about making sure you're getting your exercise for the day. Regardless of what that is, make sure you're scheduling in your exercise for the day. Uh, if you're trying to, be, to eat well, you need to know where are my meals coming from? What am I eating? How, how am I getting this food so that I'm not trying to decide what to eat for lunch five minutes before lunch and I end up running out to some fast food joint because that's what's available to me, you know, in the moment, um, have it prepared ahead of time. So these are the things that you need to do. And you have to say, okay, if I'm going to be to work and I'll be working by 8am and prior to that, I want to get a half an hour of prayer time in. All right. So that pushes me now to seven 30. I have to be up and rolling if I want to have a half hour of prayer time. Actually, probably more like 7.15 if you really want to get that full half hour in. And then mm-hmm. you say, okay, I've got to get, get showered and get, eat breakfast. Well, let's say that's going to take you a half an hour, 45 minutes. So now you're pushing yourself to 6.30. You've got to get up if you want to make sure you've got everything done for that morning that needs to be done. You want to work out for an hour. You have an hour-long workout that you got to fit in. Okay, well, now you're pushing yourself to 5.50. So this is, this is how you set the time that you're going you're gonna to get yourself up, and you have to have that set out. So that way, when that alarm goes off at 5.15, you know, I've got to get up and moving. I've got things to do. Yeah. Because the problem is if we, don't, if we don't stress the fact that we have things to do, then we just hit snooze, right? Because it's so easy to hit snooze. I am, I am so guilty of this myself. I have literally, prior to this whole thing, I had never done this. But since lockdown started, there have been mornings where I have snoozed for over an hour. I just keep hitting the stupid button because I just don't want to get up. And I give myself reasons for why I don't have to. Because guess what? I don't have anywhere I have to quote unquote be. So I can do this stuff later. But the reality is, is you can't necessarily yeah. do it later. Then you and, end up giving stuff up throughout the day. And you're... And I like, at least personally from like a sleep quality thing or whatever, hitting snooze is like the worst. Cause you're not actually getting anything no, out of it. It's not, you're not getting back into REM sleep. You're not nope. like, you're just delaying it. So just, you might as well just get up. Right. So either, either get up or just turn your alarm off and give up on it all together. <laughs> <laughs> I at, least, at least then you're doing something good for your body and giving yourself some actual rest. Yeah. So your kids wake you up. So your kids wake you up. Uh, exactly. Okay. So, I mean, you're, you're kind of going off the model of, I mean, for, for what you're talking about, you're going to get going off the model of like the early morning model. I think that's worked out. I think like historically that is what works for like 90% of people. 
is, is, is waking up early and becoming a morning person. And I know there's uh, so many different, like, you know, like modern stoic do it yourself or type people or whatever, who are like promoting that um, as a thing where, you know, you're up by 4am and you're like hitting it or whatever, you know, like Jocko Willick is like huge, you know, about this. You're pretty big into this, uh, getting up early and doing it. Um, it is doable, but I, I just want to say like for others, um, you know, it doesn't, if you think about this and when you're structuring your day, um, when are you going to have the most energy and what, to accomplish these tasks and like what fits like your kind of personal circadian rhythms. I think like having a, having a great degree of like self-knowledge uh, on how your body feels throughout the day is going to help you better structure these things. Mm-hmm. So for example, like mm-hmm. I know for me, if I have all the freedom in the world, basically between like one and three, typically for me, or that's like my, that's just my body's low. Like, I guess I was made to be like a Spanish person for like, uh, 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 from Spain in like siesta kind of thing. Like in a perfect world, <laughs> I would siesta, but I would siesta every day from like one to three, take a nice little, like basically take a nap. Um, and then I'd be productive and I could be productive from like five to, you know, 10 o'clock at night or whatever. And like a lot of quality, like mental work done, mind work. Mm-hmm. Um, where so for things that I like to schedule around, it's like okay, if that's my like energy low, um, hard at work. If I have the freedom of my schedule on there, what I'll try to do is something that doesn't necessarily require my mental tasks to do it, but something physical there. So like in college, that was my workout time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was my that was my workout time. Like now you're an adult or whatever. Now it's just you know keep moving stuff like that. But I guess like if I could do something. Like I'll walk and read a book kind of thing on those like lull periods. Um, sorry, I just, I, my ADD kicked in and I had to think of that or whatever. Cause that's actually, cause I was thinking like in reality, like I, I, I um, schedule and I have my plan for these things. Uh, but me as a person has a very, like a much like more flexibility and is very, or I'm very resistant to stringent schedule about like, from nine to 10, I'm going to be working out like from 10 to 11 is when I'm going to get all of my emails done because sometimes you're asking your body to do something that it's not like ready to do or triggered to do, but having a routine helps it stay in that mental space to like to do that. And it builds towards that, but like sometimes, so I'm just uh, trying to say something about the balance between nature and nurture of a town, like what you're trying to discipline and like, force upon yourself or whatever, but also recognizing who you are as a person. Yeah, I uh, think there is yeah. something to be said about different people's natural states, but that those, depending on what you have going on, sometimes you're just going to have to overcome maybe the fact that you're tired to accomplish something at a certain time. If you can oh. sketch, if you can set it up differently, then that's great. Yeah. But, uh, you know, sometimes regardless of how you're feeling, you just have to do what needs to be done at the time. And if you do it long enough, your mm-hmm. body will adjust. Sure. I, so, I, I agree. I agree. Um, I just also, I mean, that's the rebel in me, not wanting to resist, like wanting to resist like the uh, uh, tried and true method and say I can do it better. Like, you know, it's mm-hmm. the, it's the, it's the original sin pride in me uh, to a certain extent, but um, 
that I think that there's a lot of people have learning from quarantine that asking themselves the question, why have we done it this way for so long? And is it really the best? And I think a lot of people have kind of discovered that like, um, while working at home, it can be a lot healthier. I mean, we talk about, I know that don't sit for too long, yeah. but at home, it's easy to take a 15 or, you know, when you're working and like go for a 15 minute walk mm-hmm. and take a break. And then you come back to your task refreshed. Like, but even that's something that you need to make sure you have scheduled and like potentially even set an alarm or a notification on your calendar or on your phone mm. to remind you, get up, go for a walk. Yeah. Because otherwise you get caught up in something else or your mind wanders or whatever and you, you miss it. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's really the point of this is set, setting out and whether it's early riser or maybe you work overnights. I mean, it doesn't matter what your work schedule looks like, what your life looks like. You, what you need to do is take the hours that you are generally going to be awake or the ones that work best for you to be awake and figure out how you're going to use them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is it that you're going to do with that? I mean, at one point, uh, you know, I am a big advocate of the early morning because I've experienced sleeping. I've experienced different, I've worked overnights. I've done, you know, I've done all these different types of, schedules and i just absolutely love getting up in the morning and starting my day with prayer and a workout it's just you feel so much better when you get up and start your day that way at least in my personal experience and people that you know that's why there's people that are pushing this type of a a schedule because they they, they've experienced it and it it works and it generally works for most not all but most yeah Um, i I don't disagree i mean either way i would say that like of the essential things that we've been talking about so i don't we didn't bring up the analogy of the jar yet but like you know imagine you have a jar you fill it with sand and then you try to put rocks in it it doesn't work but if you put the rocks into the jar first then you fill it with sand everything fits nicely so we're just Mm -hmm. we're trying to discuss what are the rocks and i think i think we agree both of us um that the first and primary rock is prayer first thing in the morning I don't care if it, well, I do care, but like I, I, if some prayer, if it's five minutes, if it's just morning prayer, you know, just saying like, uh, um, what's the matins rate or something like that. Uh, if you're saying matins, um, or if you're just doing some sort of, um, prayer of waking up, of recognizing the day as a gift from God and offering this day to the Lord that whatever is going to come of this day or whatever, that like, you know, that God's going to be there with you and that you're going to be receptive to whatever he's going to bring you. And then you're just going to, everything's a blessing and then go like, even something as tiny as that, but that is absolutely fundamental. I don't care when you wake up noon, you know, or 4am. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I agree with you on that. Now, like I, it's, it's the, the debate comes with like everything else. <laughs> when's the best work schedule? When's the best workout schedule? Yeah. When well, do you, you don't always have them? you don't always have a choice of when your work schedule is. Sometimes that's dictated to you, so you kind of have to just work around it. Sure. Um, you know, I was gonna. There was a time where my work schedule. I started at five o'clock in the morning. I worked five to one. I didn't get a lunch break the way it was set up. I was working security, so we just worked a straight eight-hour shift. Yeah. And my shift was five to one Monday through Friday. So, uh, and at the time, I didn't have a home gym. Not that I would have opted to get up at 2.30 in the morning in order to get my workout in beforehand, but yeah. gyms didn't open until I was starting work. 
Man, they didn't have 24-hour gyms back then? Well, I'm sure they did, but... Dinosaur. They, they had 24-hour gyms. This wasn't that long ago, but yeah. I wasn't a member at them. The gym I was a member at opened at 5 a.m. Sure, um, sure. And so, but because I got off work so early, I was also a full-time student, but I did classes in the evening, and my wife was working full-time. This was before we had kids. So it worked out really well for me to just go straight from work to the gym. Yeah. Because if I had class that night, I could easily get my workout in before I had to be there. And if I didn't have class that night, I could easily get a workout in and get home around the same time my wife did. So I still didn't miss out on time with her on the days that I had it. So, you know, you just, it's, it's about fitting in what you can fit in where you fit it in. If it doesn't, if getting up, if you have to get up too early to get your workout in before work, just make sure that you know how you're going to fit it in afterwards. Yeah. I would say that when I was, so when, uh, was it playing rugby, uh, back in, I played rugby on a men's team in, in college. Uh, so I play with a bunch of working guys. I was, you know, there's some college kids on the team or whatever, but most of these guys were, you know, nine to fivers, whatever. And their whole thing in order to ensure that like they made it to practice, and everything else like that is like their kit was set up in like in their car the morning of because like all of them knew like if they were to go home first before heading out to practice or whatever they wouldn't show up to practice right mm-hmm. so it's a club sport we care about the team and all that stuff like that but like you know some of these guys uh who are um were construction workers and uh landscapers and painters and other things like that these guys you know hot hard tiring working jobs especially during the heat of the summer right roofers and things like that like they go home and sit down they're not standing up again yeah they think <laughs> like that and that's my same thing is like i know on those days where i'm working really hard where i'm doing a bunch of stuff outdoors whatever it may be uh well i was like aren't you hungry yeah but don't i can't eat right now because if i eat it's like you have that like for me, it's like, no, I just got to keep going or whatever. Maybe have like a little bit of something or whatever, but not actually sit down and have a meal. Because if I've been working right. out, working outside all day and then like sit down and have an actual meal meal, it's done. Like yep. it's, you're done for the day. Yep. Um, That's why person. whenever, when someone comes to help you move, you don't feed them till you're done. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, man, moving boxes and all that stuff. Yeah. Everyone, everyone gets lethargic, and no one wants to get back up and get back to work and actually finish up if you're not done. Yeah. So yeah, and, yeah. And so I'd say for like, if you're scheduling prayer in the evening, so if you're scheduling prayer in the evening, I would say that like you're not allowed to lie down. Like, yeah. tell yourself um, you're not allowed to lie down to go to bed. Like another um, the the no Bible. Prayer... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say like one of the, like, you know, the t- uh, tips I've heard for like no Bible, no breakfast, like no Bible, no bed. Yep. So um, if you're not actually sticking that in, like, I think you got to build the routines on like what is going to be your daily routine, but also like what are the consequences of failure or like of non-compliance for whatever that may be. One I've heard is no prayer, no coffee. Doesn't rhyme as well, but it seems to be motivating. Um, <laughs> but uh, a, a big key to being successful and having a good prayer life is having a prayer spot. Mm-hmm. Having a spot that you go to sit to pray. And it doesn't mean that, that that's all you do there. It can be a particular chair in your living room. 
It doesn't have to be, you don't necessarily have to have like a prayer corner where that's all you do is go sit in that corner to pray or in that yeah. closet to pray. Not that that's a bad thing. If you have space for that, by all means, put together what was, uh, there was a Christian movie that came out a number of years ago called War Room and the woman made a prayer closet and that was her war room, right? I mean, by all means, put together your own war room if that's what you want to do. Uh, if you have the space for it, more power to you. But um, have a spot that you go to pray and don't let that spot be your bed. Let that spot be a place where you can be comfortable enough that you aren't going to be so busy thinking about how uncomfortable you are that you're not able to enter into prayer, but not so comfortable that you're going to fall asleep. So um, I have two different spots that I'll use depending on what's going on in our home and when the sun comes up. Uh, <laughs> um, but... Uh, that's where I go when I go to pray in the morning. That's my spot. I go sit there. And then uh, we're working on the evening stuff yet. Right now, my wife and I have been, we've, we've fallen into the bad habit of we sit in bed and we pray. I mean, we're at least up, so we're not falling asleep, but we should yeah. probably do a better job of praying before we get that far. There's a um, probably a fantastic YouTube uh, video uh, called uh, Lockdown Productivity spaceship you by a youtube channel cgp gray um it's kind of like cartoon animations good advice and stuff like that but essentially when he talks about this particular thing um he kind of talked about productivity and lockdown and he divided up his spaceship like whatever your space is for whatever into these very specific things like into these very specific things of um like you don't you don't eat where you work out. You don't eat where you work. You don't pray where you eat. You kind of have to separate these things out, even in those little corners, because you're- You don't work where you sleep. <laughs> you don't work where you sleep, all this stuff like that. You don't um, entertain and relax in the same place. And so it's big, like, like I think a lot of people have a really bad habit of if they have a, a work laptop or something like that, that when they're home and they're on that laptop, um, they may be watching YouTube videos or doing other things like that rather than let the work computer just be solely like a work computer. Uh, and that way, whenever you're touching it, like you're not feeling that Pavlovian response to like go someplace else or do something else, but we're just like honing on your tasks. Um, so yeah, like uh, CGP Gray, uh, Spaceship U is a fantastic little video, just kind of like how to divide your space, your physical space up. Um, so I think, we cover the day, right? And you got to have your basic fundamentals. The only thing we haven't really touched upon, I think, is for like daily is meal prep. And that's, that's something that I think a lot of people struggle with. I completely get it because I've had that struggle. Last week, I had that issue. Um, and this is, meal prep is actually something that the first time I heard about this idea was actually from a mom giving advice to other moms about how to have meals for their kids. It yeah. wasn't about exercise and working out. It was just about using time as efficiently as you could. And it, it works so well for eat, just plain eating healthy and eating with a particular goal in mind. Yeah, um, I mean, it's what bodybuilders do. I mean, Sundays right. basically for bodybuilders, Sundays meal prep day. Yeah. And, and it so doesn't, yeah, it doesn't have to be Sunday. If you, you pick the day that works best for you with your schedule, Sundays tend to be a really good day just because people don't have necessarily other things going on oftentimes mm -hmm. other than church in the morning. 
Um, but that was always that was always my best meal prep day as well as Sunday. Saturday could also be a good one. Um, but you you set out yeah you set out your menu for the week and you basically make everything in one giant lump cooking time. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's a couple ways to do it. Cause I, I mean, I, I do the daily, I, I do daily meal prep. And so, mm-hmm. um, cause one of the things, at least with my family is, um, we either overcook or, uh, and there's leftovers. And so you got to process those leftovers into what you're going to make the next day. Um, or the kids aren't eating and hungry and stuff like that. And so, um, that's, that allows us a little bit more leeway and flexibility. Yeah. And so we kind of do a general week plan and we kind of have that because we'll do like, like say we make a turkey, you know, well you take a turkey and that, that gives you like a week, maybe two weeks worth of meals of like other things that you make with turkey, whether you're making like yeah. turkey soup after it and different other like secondary third meals because it's honestly cheaper to make a turkey than it is to just, you know, a good way to cook for a big family. Yeah. Um, so we do look at, so like I, I do evening so like I, I I like to do evenings where um, I come up for my if I come up for my evening workout I'll grab uh, take a look at the you know what's what's going on in the in the kitchen or whatever and then okay this is what I'm gonna serve the kids breakfast that'll be my breakfast kids are gonna have this for lunch kids are gonna have this for dinner I'm gonna have this for dinner because you know right now I'm on a different diet than the family. Mm-hmm. Um, and you come with a plan and then it, it just saves you so much. It just saves you so much, especially. Yeah. So um, there's a great book, Parenting with Grace, that that is kind of where that advice tip came out or whatever. And it's so it's like it's the same principle both for bodybuilding and like staying a healthy, intentional life and raising kids. Like and yeah. it also um that stability of not necessarily giving your kids uh what are they gonna eat but like being able to tell them ahead of time what they're going to eat or whatever is comforting to them, even though it get, it lessens their freedom of choice. Like it is very comforting to them. And there's other ways that you can give like autonomy and choice and dietary choices, whether it's you just meal prep two vegetables and you say, which one are you going to eat today? Yeah, this meal, every meal, um, stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, there are, as you said, there's different ways of doing it. Like right now, being as I work from home, I actually do prep my meals when I eat them. I know what they're going to be ahead of time. Mm-hmm. But like for lunch, I'll go up and I'll, I'll cook what I'm going to eat for lunch yeah. when I eat it. Not mostly because I like it when my food is cooked fresh. But when I was working, I was on something of a hybrid, if you will, where dinners were always cooked when it was served. But my lunches, I would try to prepare ahead of time. And that way, in the morning when I was leaving for work, all I had to do is grab what I needed for that day and go. Yeah. And I wasn't trying to figure it out over the course of the week. What's tomorrow's lunch going to be? Um, and then leftovers and stuff like that would be processed here at home. That's what the kids and my wife would eat for lunch or whatever else. So, um, you know, that, that was kind of the, and then we'd have sometimes a leftover day on the weekend or something where we just have leftovers that were set and we'd have to figure out who was eating what, when, and whatever. But, um, during the week I found it a lot easier if I just had, had the food ready and it was a, it was a load off my mind. I didn't have to think about it. I didn't have to worry about it. I didn't get to work and realize I don't have a plan for today. Um, Mm. what am I going to do? You just have, 
you have your container with your lunch in it. You pop it in the microwave for a little while. You pu- pull it out and you're ready to go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. You can do it in multiple different ways. Just find a way that works well for you that you can be consistent. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we talked about, I mean, setting up your morning for success, setting every day for success. And I think, I mean, we're, we just kind of with the meal prep talked about the evening for success, setting up your evening for success. And like your evening sets up your next day. Yep. So whatever you're doing for your night prayer, you should have some form of night prayer where you at least do an examination of conscience. Um, looking back at the day, where did you see God and move in your life? Where did you, uh, um, where'd you fail? Where'd you fall short? Where could you improve? And, um, you know, where, where did you, where was God present that you didn't notice in the moment? Uh, is a great way to do it. And then, um, either before your prayer time or after your prayer time, however you want to do it, set your top goals for the next day. So it's not only, yeah. so you set out the food for the next evening or you at least meal prepped it, you set out your outfit for the next day so that you know what you're going to wear. So that's one mm-hmm. last decision you have to make when you're tired in the morning. Then you also know like, what are my top priorities? Yeah. You know, well, Especially if you're going to be working out in the morning. You know, I find I, I try to work out early enough that my family's still sleeping when I'm doing my workouts mm-hmm. uh, generally. So, you know, setting out the clothes for that and having them, I set those in the bathroom so that they're not in my bedroom. And when I get up, I can just slide out of my room quietly. And I have a lot less, I'm a lot less likely to wake my wife up <laughs> and let her sleep a little bit longer yeah. uh, by doing it that way. So yeah, have yourself prepped. Um, and ready to go the night before so that when you wake up in the morning, all you got to do is just hit the ground running. Yeah. And then have a plan for your workout. We've already talked about programming yep. a bit for your work, for working out on different podcasts and stuff like that. But the same thing, like if you don't have a program for your workout, you get to the gym. Oh, what do I feel like today? Right. Or I'm kind of tired today and I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, you know, have a plan, like have, yep. have, have a plan on that. Um, like even a bad plan is better than none. Yeah. Um, so at least you'll, you'll push yourself and get something out of it. I mean, I guarantee if you have no plan, you're not going to push yourself anywhere near as hard as if you do. have. Yeah. And even if it's a planned lighter day, right. Essentially. If you have a plan, you, you know what the expectation is mm-hmm. and it's a lot easier to step up and meet a preset expectation than it is to create an expectation and step up to meet it. If you're, if you're feeling t- today, I was exhausted. Um, I've had a very long two weeks. As I said, I didn't necessarily eat as well as I should have the last couple of weeks because I wasn't prepared to not be home. And so I didn't have food there to prep the healthier meals. So I just kind of ended up eating whatever I made for my parents, uh, taking care of them and wasn't as healthy as it could have been, which then led me to kind of using other excuses to maybe eat, stress eat a little bit at times, which meant this morning I didn't feel the best. I wasn't feeling, I I felt kind of groggy, a little bogged down. Uh, And then it was raining and it was cool outside. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to go out and run in that because that's not a healthy situation to be in. But when the rain stopped, I knew the expectation. I didn't want to go out for a run, but I knew the expectation. My plan was a four mile run today. That Mm. was the plan. And so I got out, I, I I got to the park and got my warm up done, did my stretching and I just started running. And I didn't tell myself I expect you to make a certain time frame. It was just I'm doing these 4 miles that I am expected to do today. And it turned out it was one of the best ones I've had. 
Now, if I hadn't had that expectation set ahead of time, there's no way I would have gone out for that run. I would have found an excuse to do something else or maybe just run shorter or whatever. I would have maybe done a mile instead of four. Or I would have maybe gone for a nice long, nice walk rather than a run. And there's nothing wrong with those things, but that wasn't the expectation. And that wouldn't have been as hard of a workout as what I got. Um, tomorrow, I've got lifting. And you know what? I may or may not feel like doing that in the morning. But it, there's an expectation. And I don't know about you. I'm pretty competitive. When there's an expectation, I'm not about to, like, skip out on the expectation. Even if I'm the, the weirdo who said it, and gave myself that goal. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give myself the satisfaction of knowing that I beat myself. That doesn't. Well, make sense. I mean, I know that because uh, <laughs> pre- pressure's on for me for my personal powerlifting meet that's now public. Right. So. But see, I gotta get after it. Uh, there's an expectation. You do better. So. We'll see. We'll see um, about that. All right. Um, I have. I just have to. Then I have. I got. I got to get back to uh, some yeah. other things after this. So. Yep. Unless you have any other final thoughts, we'll just wrap no, it up. Just, just again, the, the, the way to do a set a proper routine, the way to set a proper daily goal, a daily expectation is to take the things that are foundational to your day each and every day, regardless of that, whether that's a weekend or a weekday, figure those different days out, each one individually, figure out what's important, and then plug those things in where they need to be and where they're going to fit best. And then whatever other time you have, that's your time for the sand. That's your time for uh, getting together with friends, getting uh, social media, watching something, maybe even, mm-hmm. maybe even reading a pleasure book. Uh, those things can be fit in in other places where, you know, if you have some good, good reading that you know you need to do, you want to try to be bettering yourself. You want to push yourself mentally. Make sure you get your reading in there. Make sure you get your prayer time in there. Make sure you get your workout time. Make sure you know what your meals are going to be. Get all this stuff set out so that the night before, all you have to do is go over in your head what is already in place. Yeah. Um, don't – and it, this shouldn't even be something that you're doing every week. Like, this should be a – you have your general routine that is consistent week in and week out. And then there might be a few things that get switched in and out here and there depending on how – life changes and be open to flexibility in that routine at times. Like this morning, my plan was to run early. That didn't work out due to the weather. So I did do other things that I was, would have done later in the day during that run time. So that when I came to run time, I wasn't having to screw with everything and not getting things done. Yeah. Um, it doesn't just get left in the dust, but yeah, plug that stuff in, know what you're expecting of yourself, have the expectation, ha- set, beforehand so that you don't have to worry about it in the moment and then just step up and meet it indeed, indeed. so with that um you can find us uh at prayer and push-ups podcast at gmail.com uh if you want to email us and give us some feedback on what we've been doing or something else that you'd like us to talk about if you want us to get more specific or being you know or a particular topic whatever just let us know uh, you can reach us there. You can also find us at facebook.com slash prayer and pushups, Instagram prayer and pushups and Twitter prayer and pushups. Uh, but I think most importantly is to give us a, a good five-star review on whatever podcast app that you are l- uh, listening to us on and sharing this with a friend. If you found it beneficial, share it with someone else who may benefit from this conversation. 
Uh, thank you so much. You guys are uh, all you listeners. I say guys, I mean guys and gals, but everyone who listens, uh, um, you are in our prayers. And we do hope that this has been a part of your routine for your self-improvement and your mental health and well-being and your fitness, spiritual, body, soul, composite self um, for the benefit. And if it has been helpful to you, let us know. That would make me feel really good. That would probably make Ben feel really good. We'd love to know that we were helpful to somebody. There you go. So, you know, uh, we hope this this episode in particular is helpful to people. Uh, But uh, until next week, let's get out there. Let's live intentionally. God bless everybody.